taking advantage of this beautiful spring weather? Well, I have uh, been looking out the window. <laughs> Through open windows? Through open windows. Through closed windows. No, op- well, the window is closed, but the shades are up. I, I get the morning sun. I got the morning. I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. It, you know that line? <laughs> is that a song? Yes. I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. It's, it's from Annie Get Your Gun. Oh. Vintage about 1949, 1950. You that, remember it well. What you were singing, that was not what I was hearing. I was hearing it's a song, but like from the 80s or the 90s. No, no. This was uh, uh old-time Broadway show. Well... If anybody knows old-time Broadway, it's you. Not the old part, but the Broadway uh, yeah. part. And I can't build it out like, like Ethel Mer- Merman did. <laughs> and I don't want to either. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. This, oh. this is uh, uh, podcast number... 98. 98. We are closing in. Are we going to do anything special for 100? Would be the, uh, it'd be the week after Easter. Yeah. What's we, we should have timed it so that we could do it right on Easter. On, just cancel mass and have the podcast? No, 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 oh. no, no. It would have all come together like the culmination of all of our faith comes together on Easter Sunday. <laughs> wow. I, we, really, we really missed the mark here. Yes. I have to tell everybody out there who's listening, uh, we do appreciate feedback. Somebody stopped me after mass Sunday and just said, I really enjoy listening to the podcast. And you guys are kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> That's the only, it, we don't like the feedback that says, I don't like the podcast. You don't have to give us well, that we, feedback. No, we don't hear that. No, no we actually we don't. But um, yeah, good things are happening. Last night, so with, speaking of the spring weather, I took Audrey, our six-year-old, soon to be seven this summer, uh, on her first bike ride crossing the street. Well, you know, that is a big deal. It, she was so excited, because forever it's just been, now just to... We live in downtown Waterville, so there's there's not like a subdivision where there's residential streets. You know, Mike, streets Michael, I know you're demonstrating with your hands, but the people out there can't see them. You always get me with the hand. I just, I'm a very, I like I like to use my hand. It's the Italian side of me. Yeah, pooperino. But anyway, it was really fun, and she she enjoyed it. She almost wiped out a couple times going around turns. She's still on training wheels. Oh, I was going to ask if she has training wheels. Yeah, I think sometime this summer we'll bring her over here to the parking lot and take the training wheels off and see what happens. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. Make is sure the, you have, Is you the have church the, insurance liable for that if no, she goes down in the parking lot? No, no. no. But I, I'll say you better have it on video. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. It's just been nice to be outside and get some fresh air. And, and, and because the weather's breaking, we're also able to do other things. Like uh, last night, Scott came over, and he did a, a wonderful drone video. Oh, yeah, he property. sent it to me. I have not watched it yet. Oh, it's really quite beautiful, starting with the, the fountain in the front pond. Sure. And then backing up and getting a view of the church. The only thing is he'll have to do it again after our grass is green. Yeah, everything's just starting to green up the flowers. Well, the, the new lawn is green. The old lawn is slower in coming. That sounds like an Easter reading. The new has no. been, wa- <laughs> okay, let, has been washed okay, away. Okay, we're pushing it a little bit. Anyway, we are preparing today for Palm Sunday, but the real name of the Sunday is? Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord. Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord. What they've done is they've taken the two events of this Sunday and put them together in one name. It's like a mashup. Uh, Palm Sunday is the preliminary, and we're going to demonstrate that very well. And then it's the Passion of the Lord. 
called Patient Sunday. In the old, old days before Vatican II, there was a Patient Sunday. I think there were two Patient Sundays. Really? There was like one would have been this past week. Wow, I did not yeah. know that. I'm, I'm, I may be wrong, but not likely. But <laughs> <laughs> Mark it down in the history books, folks. Okay, uh, I should have looked that up. But Palm Sunday starts before Mass begins. So there is a preliminary gospel reading. It's really very short. There's just a little opening prayer, mm-hmm. uh, the blessing of the palm branches, and people are supposed to hold them. And I read somewhere through the years that they're supposed to hold them over their right shoulder. Now, don't ask me why. The blessing takes even if they hold them over their left shoulder, but I like it if everybody... I was going to say, what if they're left-handed? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your palms cannot be blessed, folks. <laughs> yeah. So they, they hold the palm branches, and then we read the gospel passage. And this year, the gospel passage is the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem mm-hmm. when they threw down the palm branches. And so that is the preliminary gospel. And we are demonstrating it as a, a separate part of Mass in what way? I'm giving you the chance to talk about how we're going to do it. Oh, this is the seg- that was the segue? That was the segue. Oh, You're on, Michael. So we're going to start down in Roncalli Hall with the blessing of the palm branches and the reading of the prelim- preliminary. That's easy for you to God, say. I need more coffee. Uh, gospel reading. And then we will actually process from Roncalli Hall down to the church. And as you come, and as we process, we sing Hosanna to the Son of David. Uh, so we will actually be singing that in the church. So as you're coming into the church, you'll hear the music down the hall. You'll come into the church. We'll be singing Hosanna, and then once everybody's in their place, we'll begin the gathering song for Passion Sunday. People are already trying to figure out the logistics. Do they go to church? stake out their claim this of is, where, where they want to sit. This is such the human element. This is such first world problems. Nobody I, cares where you sit. Just Well, actually, it, a lot of people care where they sit. You know, Some people don't have food. I, I think if you... If, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if you want to be a, a person of profound and deep faith, yeah. you simply meet in Rancaui. Let it happen. And let it happen. And when it you says get, the two guys that have seats. <laughs> I've got a seat reserved. <laughs> and you've got a whole bench. Right. Um, yeah, no, it'll, I think it'll be great. This is our kind of our first time doing this, but it should be fun. Well, and we've started outside in the past. Sure, yeah. Uh, when when weather would allow. Well, this one, the weather will allow regardless. <laughs> Unless the roof starts leaking in Roncalli. Yeah. It, it, Which it doesn't. I'm, that's not, a, that's not <laughs> well, an issue well, well, that we have. Don't, don't even go there. We okay. don't want to start spreading rumors. So anyway, we will start down there. And then once you get to church, Palm Sunday is over. Done. Put but don't don't go home. Put but the, wait, there's more. Oh, a lot more. Then it's the passion of the Lord. So you put the palm branches down on the floor under your chairs, pews, mm-hmm. to be taken home later on. But don't keep playing with them through mass and sticking them in your little brother's eye or anything like that. Crocheting the latest origami trends. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> I did not use the right oh, words. but <laughs> you, Well, people braid them. Braid, that was the word. And that drives me crazy. Some people think that's what you're supposed to do, and they spend the whole mass right. putting them into some neat cross of some sort. Now I say, whoa, that, okay, you know, I saw that when I was in grade school, and that's kind of cute if you've got the time, but don't do it during the liturgy. Amen. 
Amen. The, the, <laughs> the podcast is slowly becoming Father and Michael venting all of our frustrations <laughs> with the, the Catholic Church. The, the and, do's and don'ts. Well, it, I think uh, somebody told me a year ago, I said, you mean you did that during Mass? And she said, oh, Father, I thought we were supposed to. So I think people have a lot of notions of what they're supposed to do. Like read the bulletin. Well, they better not. I just wanted to get that one in there. (laughs) Do they do that during Mass? Uh, There are some that read the bulletin. And those that do, I can feel them blushing right now. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they're not the same people who listen to the podcast. No, <laughs> clearly. No, these are, these are the loyal Catholics in this audience. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that out there? Okay. So we're, let me read the reading that we have for Palm Sunday. I'm not going to read the reading for the Patient Sunday because that is the patient according to Luke. And this and would is, not be the 23 podcast. Uh, it, it's actually very interesting that you say that. Because the patient of Luke is chapters 22 and 23. Oh, that's cute. Of Luke's gospel. I like that. Yeah, so it's the 22-23 podcast. <laughs> but the gospel of uh, the patient, I'm sorry, the Palm Sunday part is Luke 19, verses 28 to 40. Jesus proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. They always say up to Jerusalem, although it's going south. Did you know that? You so know, why why is the word up translated there? Because it's in a hillier country, it's a higher elevation. Oh, so see, we, Ohio we, boy. Yeah, we do the up and down as north and south. That's all we've got. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, you go down to Cincinnati or up to Toledo, mm-hmm. but here they, they go by elevation. So they went up to Jerusalem. Got it. As he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, two separate towns, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. He said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and you will enter it, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone should ask you, Why are you untying it? You will answer, The master has need of it. So those who had, had been sent went off, and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, Why are you untying this colt? They answered, The master has need of it. So they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks over the colt, and helped Jesus to mount. As he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. And now, as he was approaching the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. They proclaimed, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said to them, I tell you, if they keep silent, The stones will cry out. What does a stone sound like when it's crying? You've heard of Mick Jagger. The stones. uh, Oh, My favorite line in this, not from a theological or spiritual dimension, is the master saying, why are you untying this cold? It's so calm and relaxed and not, what the heck are you doing? That's my cold. You're taking it. You're taking it. This is... um, this is a pretty powerful reading about a triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a movement of the masses. 
the multitude people. It was of people. It was not highly orchestrated where there was, you know, there were paid professionals to go out there and cheer. It was like people spontaneously mm. stepping out. It's in Matthew's gospel. This is Luke. In Matthew's gospel, you you get the whole thing with Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes to the name of the Lord. Sure. Here it's uh, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. It's really the same the same terms, but uh, Matthew is the one that we've used and we continue to use in the holy, holy, holy of mass. Mm -hmm. And have you ever thought about, I mean, when you, when you pick the holy, 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 of course, it's the entrance into the Eucharistic prayer, the second half of mass. We have the, the Lord be with you and with your spirit, lift up your hearts, you know, the preface. Mm -hmm. And then we sing the holy, holy, holy. The first half of that, holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, is taken from Isaiah, mm-hmm. prophet, uh, the, the prophet, chapter 6. Then the second part, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest, is from this passage. It's from this passage of Matthew's gospel, but the, same, the parallel. Sure, there's beautiful little examples throughout the liturgy of Scripture. I mean, this being a great one, but there's there's spots all over, you know, just little things that we happen that are are taken from scripture. Yeah, the mass, you know, wasn't somebody just sat down one day and said, "Oh, let's this sounds nice. Let's write this, and this will be a part of mass." It's all taken from historical development and passages that were very important scripturally through the years. In the in the mass before the Second Vatican Council, those two parts of the Holy Holy were often separated. Mm-hmm. So we sang the Sanctus. And then we started the Eucharistic prayer, and then we did the Benedictus. The Benedictus means blessed. Mm-hmm. Blessed is he who comes to the name of the Lord. So it was more more obvious that they were they were like two parts of a whole, but with a little prayer in between. Got it. Oh, that's cool. I've never I did. I've but never with that, that in mind, it's it's an entrance into the Eucharistic prayer, which is the same as this week is the entrance into uh, Jerusalem, and Jerusalem is where it all unfolds. I can't help but think of the contrast between this gospel reading and then what we will hear 20 minutes later in the passion. It's almost kind of jolting. Oh, it's very jolting. And you find yourself wondering, is this the same crowd? I I had somebody last year or the year before tell me their theory is the people that were out there on the edge of the city welcoming him were not part of the group that said, crucify him, crucify him. Interesting. I, I think they were saying that for their own sake because they could not see that somebody could turn on Jesus so quickly. Well, I mean, you know, we always try to take the gospel and see how we apply this to our modern lives. How quickly do we turn on people because of yeah. something they do or something they say or, or the opinion of another person? Or even last week when I was talking about the mob mentality, lots of people just get swept up with the the fervor of the whole thing sure and somebody somebody starts it and you think yeah that sounds good you start yelling well i i think when i was younger i know you i'm still young but when i was even younger 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 i um i think i was probably more easily swayed by the influence of others so if somebody would give me an opinion on x y or z uh, i would probably be more likely to i don't know agree would be a strong word but try to see it their way a little bit or or be persuaded but now i feel like as i'm getting older i allow my own conscience and my own values and my own morals shape 
how I th- see the world and how I think, right. think about things. You know, I'm sure there are times I did that as well, but for the most part, I was always a very independent person. My, I, many times, many times in my life, I was like a vote of one and the, the rest of the people went, you know, 25 to one <laughs> and Herb was the one. Whatever it might have been. That's I, good, though. Yeah, I was, I, for some reason, I think I always did that as far back as I can recall. But you weren't down, did you do it on purpose just to be different? You wouldn't wait to see everybody else's result? No, 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 and say, no. Well, it, was just, it was just what I, I felt. And I was not afraid to s- speak up for it. But often you feel very lonely. Mm. Um, even last night, I was remarking on something that happened. I was thinking about it. I'm a reflective person. And I thought, Am I just out of sync with the rest of the world, or maybe they're out of sync with me? But whatever it was, I kind of felt like uh, the position I was taking was different. I, w- I w- spent a little bit of time yesterday down at St. Thomas More Parish, the campus parish for BGSU. You know it well, obviously. I, I was pastor there for 10 years. Um, but I really marvel, and I also I spent some time uh, with uh, some college students last week, too, and I'm really really proud of college students that are taking stands for their Catholic faith in a culture on a campus that does not necessarily feel like probably religious religious beliefs are a priority, if I'm making sense. So sure. especially in this day and age between, you know, everything going on in the world. So I'm always I always marvel at here are these young people that are really faith is important to them. It's a priority for them. They're they're witnessing faith to their peers. Uh, and I, I look back when I was in college, and obvi- I was here at the time, so obviously I was practicing my faith. Uh, but then you start to reflect on, would I have been as strong in my faith had it not been for, you know, it was also part of my job. Um, and maybe I'm, I'm grateful that it was part of my job, so it allowed me to stay active in the church uh, so that I can still be a that, part, that, part that of there was now. something there that kept you connected on a uh, required basis sure. until it made it, you made it your own. Sure. But yeah, so I love this theme of, you know, taking a stand for what we believe in and not letting the crowd, the crowd necessarily persuade us. But obviously some people were persuaded this weekend between Jesus coming into the city and then the scene that we see unfolding two chapters later at the beginning of the passion. Okay. With that in mind, we move from Palm to passion. And as I said, we're not going to read we're not going to read the patient account. However, we will read, uh, let's go with the second reading, the letter to the, of St. Paul to the Philippians. And this is the famous, what's called the hymn. And when they call it a hymn, doesn't mean necessarily that you sing it so much as it was probably, probably already intact in its own right, right and maybe used in liturgical circles and Paul picked it up and used it in his letter to the Philippians. Oh, interesting. And so it is still used as a hymn. Often you were just telling me before we went on the air of a couple of different melodies, how this has been set to music over the years. Oh, sure. And probably dozens of times, but a couple that we have in our own repertoire. So would you like to read that? It's very good. Sure. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God, something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Coming in human likeness, and found in human appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. 
Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And if you notice, there's really two parts. The second part, which is the one that's most more likely set to music, at the name of Jesus every knee must bend. Mm-hmm. But you really shouldn't have that without having the first part, namely that he emptied himself. And I think that's the part that people struggle with, you know. Some of the translations, you know, even say he became sin. Well, he didn't literally become sin, but he came, became one with sinners. Sure. Can I ask you a question? Surely. At the beginning of this where it says... Though don't he, call me Shirley. Okay. <laughs> though he was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God. Obviously, we believe that Jesus was fully God, fully uh, Fully, man. but it says he did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. In other words, he did not like cling to it and like, hey, I'm as much, you know, I've, I'm a, I've got spirit as much as you. I'm as much as God. <laughs> is. Rather, he, he, he did not cling to it. He did not grasp it. The old translation was, it was not something to be grasped at. They took out the word at. Probably bad, bad English. Mm. Uh, it's something to be grasped. Rather, he, he allowed himself to be human. And then it even uses the image, taking the form of a slave. Again, do not think of like sla- slavery in the United States, but rather the lowest of people. He humbled himself to become among people. I'm, I'm eager for this Sunday, to, as we're reading the Passion, to allow our crucifix in the church just to be a meditation as this gospel reading is proclaimed. I think, you know, we've always had a, a nice crucifix in Roncalli, but this one you really just can't miss. And I think this one will be uh, a new experience in a new space um, and a beautiful visual reminder of what took place during this. Oh, totally. And, uh, you know... We are blessed with what we have, but this is still the people are the church. It's how we worship there that, that matters. Amen. We'll see you this weekend for Palm Sunday of the Lord's Passion.